By the nutmegs. Rogers, the East Bay's most popular mint store, announces another first. It's a new, different, unusual jacket called the Shorty Topper. They give you the craziest, sharpest, sportiest appearance you've ever seen. Just enough shoulder padding to make you look. The Bay's most popular mint store announces another first. 
It's a new, different, unusual jacket called the Shorty Topper. They give you the craziest, sharpest, sportiest appearance you've ever seen. Just enough shoulder padding to make you look solid and ready. In tweeds, plaids, check splash, and nubby effects. 100% all wool. The price, $29.50. No money down, three or six months to pay. It's the Shorty Topper at Rogers, a man shop at 1209 Broadway in Oakland. Hey, you can see old jumping modeling the Shorty Topper in this week's Oakland Tribune. I'm facing the women's lingerie advertisement. Something new in lingerie on that page. It's called Can Can. If you wear it, you will, you will. Jumping. You make me want to jump and I'm facing the women's lingerie advertisement. Something new in lingerie on that page. It's called Can Can. If you wear it, you will, you will. Jumping. You make me want to jump and shout, baby. Give me a passion on with every... Ladies and gentlemen, it's blues time. We like for you to prepare yourselves. Get yourselves together. Get yourself in the frame of mind to dig the king. That is the king of the blues, Mr. B. B. King. Fly Black Plastic Mutiny Radio. Thanks, Jonathan, for the LPs. They're going to get the zombie show. They were dead. I'll be running before I head over to El Rio for the big show tonight. Excited about that. Hope you all join us out there. Here at 6 o'clock, we have Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. That's going to be exciting. I've been drinking a lot of coffee today, thanks to Coffee Shop on 21st. So thank you, Wilson. You are saving my life. (laughs) Still alive because of... Uh, here we are at the Five Block Podcast. Comedians will most likely be filtering in. We've got Sam Carroll back in the house after a long day, I guess, of riding his bike around the beautiful city. Also, Colin Braun, what a wonderful comic. He is out of Portland. So excited to have him here on this afternoon podcast. He's also on the El Rio show tonight. And very excited about that. Gonna have some Simon and Garfunkel in the fills because I need to chill out. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, here for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. Hi, Sam. Oh, that other one. There, that one. That's four. There we go. Hi. You want me on this one? Either for that one or or that one. Whatever. How was riding around the city today? Was it fun? 
It was. I'm trying to think if anything extraordinary happened. It was. You know, it was a pretty extraordinary day, just in the sense of the basic sense of the word, just super ordinary, just extra extraordinary. I got I got you some lotion. Feel oh, some lotion. It's a thanks. little sample size. Yeah, wow, gifts. I get a lot of samples at my work. And a lot of free shit. Well, that's nice. Yeah. You deserve it. Well, this job this job teaches you to ask for shit. Like pay like like can I take a dump in your bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite ask, I think. You do you always say dump cuz that's really No, I say can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Wait, are we all Banyo Portugal? Yeah. No, no, no one that I... Eh, there's some Spanish-speaking people, but... Yeah. There you go. <sighs> I know, it's been a long day for me. I know, it's been a long... It oh, is. my gosh. This is day four, and it's a lot of talking. Yeah. <sighs> what number of podcasts is this for you? Oh, so... Uncountable at this point. This is like 12 times... It's We're almost at 48 hours of comedy live streaming stuff Jesus I know it's quite it's it's it was working people seem to be having fun and it's gonna be interesting to go into the shows this weekend where like they're like show shows and I'm hoping that people come out and that there's you know audience and buzz and I'm having yeah. fun so it's fine <laughs> But I'm starting to get a little delirious where like I mean everything's fun when you're <laughs> when you're crazy. How's the not drinking going? Um, it's getting a little harder as I'm coming close to my deadline or my line line that I set up for myself where I'm going to allow myself to maybe probably most likely. Yeah, I know cuz you you've been like to toting the idea of that you're going to stay sober at the end of the festival. But it doesn't right. look like that's going to happen. That doesn't seem... I think it's just that I'm going to try to be uh, way more responsible yeah. with when I choose to... I think I'm going to limit it to the days I work at the bar. Okay. Because if I'm... It's Tuesday and Wednesday, so I can drink on Tuesdays and Wednesdays when I'm working. It's just you've gotten, like, so much positive feedback from not drinking. Like, I feel like that, that must have... Yeah. Altered your altered your plans going forward a little bit, right? Uh, or is it all your decision? Uh, that's a good question. We're joined by Colin Braun. Are you gonna uh, get smacked on the first day back? That's it. We'll we'll see how much I eat. That's the that's the whole thing about responsibility. Uh, we're joined by Colin Braun of Portland. Welcome. Hello. Thank this you. This is your first one with us. I'm so excited it that is. you're here. I am yes. too. I'm I'm glad I came early and got on. Uh, another podcast than the one that I was scheduled to be on. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about this week is it's like there's a lot of open time that's kind of fluffy in the schedule. And mm -hmm. I've been like, well, people that are hungry, you know, they get to be on stuff. And then we right. all talk about things. And everyone new keeps coming, which is great, because then there's yeah. all these new voices and perspectives. And everyone's very different. And we've had a lot of the first day there were there was a lot of talk about dicks. <laughs> no, but oh, good. Not, yeah, well, so. I'm sorry I couldn't. I, I'm sorry I couldn't be there too. Uh. Yeah. Today was ovary heavy. It was good. We had a menopause show. That was oh. amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I think that deserves a round of men applause. Ah, I love it. Does that mean we should applause the men in the room? Yeah. I don't know. It's a joke I stole from an old Simpsons episode. I've been oh. watching a lot of it recently. So. Oh. 
Got the Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Because we're better than you. And um, <laughs> is that where The Simpsons exists these It's days? where The Simpsons exists, yeah. On Disney Plus, of all places. What? Yeah. They own The Simpsons? Oh, yeah. They own everything. <laughs> uh, they own uh, Mutiny Radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they own... Well, Bob, Bob Egan. Guata- they own Guatemala. The whole, the, the nation state of Guatemala. Right. And uh, the Principality of Sealand, the uh, sovereign nation that was declared on an old anti-aircraft platform in the English Channel. Um, oh, yes. I'm very familiar with that. Are it's, you it's an animation you're studio. You're making shit up. No. Uh, during the Second World War, um, Germany was doing this thing, um, which in retrospect was probably a dick move, where they were bombing England. A little bit of a dick move. A, a little bit but of a dick also move. necessary for their aims in the war. Well, you know what? I, Can you blame them? Well, I'm originally from Boston, and so there is a so bit of animosity toward the British there. Um, but the, uh, the British, they set up this network of anti-aircraft, like, radar stations and, like, gun mounts all along the English Channel so they could radio back, Well, we got Jerry's coming in and the new Messerschmitt 223s. <laughs> God um, damn it, those planes are nice. <laughs> Good times. Anyway, so sometime in the like the 60s or 70s, maybe even a little bit later, by then almost all these platforms had rotted away. And there's this one that the these weird rich people took over. And they and it and it was just like the uh, the boundaries of English territory ended like 10 miles out from shore. And this um, <clears throat> this facility was like 11 miles out. Oh. So they, <clears throat> excuse me, they, I shouldn't cough into the mic. They, these people, they just landed there. They said, hey, we're sovereign. And the British government said, <laughs> no. Um, but nothing really ever came of it. And so they've just been like, they claim to be a sovereign nation. And you can get like a passport there. And they give like honorary citizenship to people like the Dalai Lama and everything. But it's just this. Like tiny sunken aircraft carrier. It's like a. It's just like a way lamer Ibiza. It's like it's it's like a. <laughs> it's like a barge <clears throat> that had a, a a building like raised up and then they sank the bottom part. Okay. So it's just this like thing sticking out of the water and they. Seasteading. Basically. So it's yeah. it's it's a floating thing anchored to the bottom. It is. Um, they floated it out originally, yeah. and then they cut a hole in it so that one end would sink and then it just eventually settled on the bottom but extends up above and then during the war they would have like a gun and a radio station there it's a man-made island yeah and now it's just some weird people that say we're our own country do people actually live on it there are like four people that live there i think four people yeah are they planning on like populating the island? Um, I I don't know if they have the facilities for that. I don't know if there's a nursery. I know there's a helipad. Bound um, to be some inbreeding if that's the case. Yeah, some kind of weird, uh, bizarre uh, life aquatic. Yeah, well, because there's a uh, there's a a floor number that you need for to repopulate a civilization mm. without inbreeding. Right. And four people is just not enough. I mean, you can do the math no. and. Because everyone's in You're going to end up get, with... Your eyes are too close together and you have a fourth toe or something. Right. right. A fourth toe. Pam, do you have three toes, Pam? <laughs> I have three, Sorry, I have three toes and I also have seven other ones. Yeah. 
in that. I meant like having weird abnormalities because of the inbreeding. How many people do you need to have? What's the threshold? 20? Oh, it's got to be more oh, than I don't that. know. Yeah, it's got to be more than 20. But you can, you can, like, you can fuck your second cousin and you're fine. So I know that. So with that knowledge... You know that. Uh, I know that. I made sure beforehand. So it's if you fine. Started with, if you started with 20 people that were not in any way related, that would be enough. Uh, that would be 10 breeding pairs. So, I mean, genetically speaking, well, no, you can't all have... You can't have 19 women and one man because then all the children would have the same father. Mm, I do not know. I think 10 and 10 would be the best case scenario. No, you need a nanny. We, you gotta go. You gotta go eight, eight and twelve. We should, we should, we should submit a research grant to make this happen. <laughs> this, the, the Stanford breeding experiment. The genetics, the genetics of anti-aircraft plant forms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, Loud when, noises. I don't know what the threshold is. Is it? It's Aaron. Aaron. So Aaron came up with the idea of having Jesus a cheese Christ. podcast, and he brought cheeses for us to taste, and then we're supposed to talk about cheese. Cheeses? Like che are we down? Are we down with that? Is cheese? Is it cheese? Is cheese plural? Cheeses? Cheeses? Yes, of course. If they what? so, if they are different kinds of cheese, it's cheeses. It's like, yes. but if it's all, I mean, if you have, if you have multiple blocks of the same kind of cheese, I think it's just. Let, let, let me let's just let's just throw out a, hypo a hypothetical here. Twenty blocks of mozzarella. Cheese. Are we talking about cheeses or cheese? Cheese. cheese. Twenty blocks of cheese or twenty blocks of cheeses. Twenty, 20 blocks, blocks of cheese. cheese. What about a little Monterey Jack? One cube of Monterey Jack gets thrown in there. Are we now looking at cheeses? You yes. you are at that point. Twenty-one blocks of cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> because blocks, because you're using blocks to ascribe to the. You're, you you have twenty-one blocks of cheese, but you have cheeses. Right. Okay, so now we have cheeses. Aaron Atkins just brought them. Cheeses. Oh, Jesus, who brought the cheeses? Okay. Yay! It is now. Okay, I was going for a hike on uh, that Bernal Heights Hill Trail thingy, whatever, and I, uh, I just had the, I had the epiphany that I needed to do a cheese podcast. And so went to the Epicure. Well, pa Pam said there was free time at 5. So I was like, I got 15 minutes to go buy cheeses. Mm. I went to some <laughs> supermarket. I got three random cheeses that I had run into over my course my time being a cheese connoisseur now it sounds myself. normal you consider you're, you're a cheese connoisseur i consider myself a cheese connoisseur. how many how many cheeses are in your cheese drawer in my cheese drawer at home at home because i eat them all oh. i love cheese i i like to make cheese it's pretty <gasps> you make cheese yeah it's very it's really oh. easy you just take milk and then you take rennet you put it in the milk and you leave it mm. come back scoop it all out let it sit. Jeez. Yeah, but Jeez. but you have to like, sterilize everything no. and do all this shit. No? Not really. Not really. No. That's how you make specific cheeses. That's how like Roquefort came about. Is because the natural mold in the air in Roquefort made blue cheese. Oh my so goodness. That's Roquefort blue cheese. So what's in the air is make makes it good. You know. I mean, also if it's a fresh cheese that you can't taste anything. It comes over time. They have mold in the air. Yes. Yeah. And people still live there. No, here that like you Everywhere. can that you you can make your own sourdough. If I was in Rockaport and I made my own cheese and it turned out blue, I would get the fuck out of Rockaport <laughs> right away. <laughs> I would do an exper I would do a double blind experiment. I would make some cheese. There was there was. <laughs> what do I do with this? We outnumber There's the straights in this. It's four v one right now. We outnumber the straights in this county right now. We are in San Francisco. Oh. I mean, 
Pam, you're queer, right? I, 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 don't, I kissed I, a girl once. I'm Pam. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't want to, it's hard for me to try to claim queer because I don't like have like, I've always been like, I'd like to, but I feel like it's not necessarily my experience. And I have, I already have like poor little rich girls. So I'm mm. queer too. Has another woman give, given you like an earth shaking orgasm? Yeah. The, oh, yeah, the yeah, only, I would the say first time I, the, the, the first time I ever came from almost sex was like in my thirties and it was a woman. During the Loma Prieta earthquake? No, no, it was on a it was on a houseboat trip with porn clowns. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> just a little but sidebar. Yeah, those, those, those houseboats are also owned by the Disney Corporation. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. It's oh. the it's the Disney Cruise. <laughs> it was there was a lot of karaoke. It might have been it was before the dates of Frozen. But um, anyways, it, yes, a woman. So I was like, oh, that's how it's supposed to be done. Interesting. Straight people <laughs> trying to claim queer identity is like white people wanting to say the n-word but they they don't feel comfortable doing it yet well yeah i, I mean i i have a trans moment when i i always wanted to be a boy and i sort of like Ugh, fancy me too. My, <laughs> i sort of still fancy myself like even i think it's queer that i identify as like a 14 year old girl so that's a queer thing kind of like but it, just weird that's queer, queer in the sense that it's i don't want to say I, I mean deviant is such an ugly word but uh Odd. I don't know if there's a letter for that in the acronym. Right. So that's why it's like, I mean, I, I don't want to claim anybody else's thing. Like you can, you can just make your own. I can make my own. I identify as a mermaid. No, I don't. I actually don't identify. You see Jamila More Jamil like was hosting like some kind of queer-based show or something. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, well, shouldn't we have a queer judge for the show? And she was like, don't worry, guys. I'm queer now. And I was like, this is not what we asked for. She came okay. out by putting a fucking rainbow in her bio. And then she wrote in, in her fucking Twitter header. In her bio? Header, oh. In her Twitter header. She put a rainbow emoji, and then she came out with a notepads uh, press release later saying, this is why I decided to put a rainbow in my Twitter header. Who, who's Jamil? The word. Jamila Jamil. She's like, she's the Indian girl on The Good Place. Oh, okay. I know, I know who that oh, is. Yes. Oh, I smell that. We'll see if I can. Like we'll see if it can. Oh, good we'll lord! We'll see if it can. If it can get through my sense of I. So I. I don't really have a sense of taste or smell, and we'll see if I can get yeah, anything. Out smells of it. like sauerkraut. <laughs> oh. I'm not. I mean. At least with sauerkraut, you get a crunch. <laughs> there's crunch in this. There's there's little crunchy bits. I'm not. I mean, I really don't get. I don't really don't get it. I mean, I can really. Damn. I really don't get anything too crazy out of that. That's so crazy not having a sense of smell. It's so weird. This will be the first. I also have little, I also have little flavorless crackers here, so we can truly. It's, it's all. Well, I mean, it's. I used to really, really be into like cheeses and wines and all these kinds of things, but now that I've sort of lost that, it seems like fancy foods are a waste upon me. Like, I don't want anyone to take me out to dinner because it's sort of a waste. Hon honestly, I, I. Yeah. The same way, cheese. You know, I, you can just have a slice of cheese for lunch, and it's like five bucks. So, can you can see it as a, as a cheap food? It's affordable. Oh, absolutely. Probiotic. Well, sometimes, sometimes I just eat like I'll go to Gus's, which is right down the street, and they have a really good cheese section, and they have a triple cream uh, brie that has truffles in it, and it's really well priced. And it, if they have it, it's like, oh my god! And I'll just get like a wedge of that and a whole baguette and just sit and eat it all day. I can I can still sort of taste truffles a little bit, but hardly. Yeah, I would love to. I would also love to hear any words you have to say about this cheese. Like it's any loud as fuck. It's loud. <laughs> it's loud. It's loud cheese. How are you doing with probiotics? I remember your last probiotic experience from I yesterday. So bad. Oh my! Just 
pull it off. I think amateur biotics are a bit more entertaining because there's, you know. That shit, I, I had a I had a hard kombucha yesterday, and it was. Do you just take it out of the freezer a little bit and wait for it to thaw? Or? <laughs> Terrible, dude. Wreaked havoc on my stomach. Your microbiomes I, were I, fighting your your macrobiomes. I felt so sick. I didn't feel like buzz at all. I just felt sick. It's awful. Yeah, I don't know if that was seven percent, but I was fine otherwise. Yeah, I. It's like a forty, man. Yeah. So what do you guys think of the cheese? Loud. It is loud. The cracker's louder because of the crunch. Yeah, see, there it is. Uh, th- this is what all of my jokes are like, by the way. It's just <laughs> shitty, right. shitty puns and um, condescension. <laughs> um, Sam, look me up with something. It's a, it's a oh, solid cheese. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> Thank you. I want to see if I can taste it at all. Give it to It'll be interesting. Okay. Okay. Like it doesn't. It barely smells. It's well, what it smells like to me is when I go downstairs at it, when so I'm keep, at the place. Just keep that passing I work. down the line like tapas. Um, is that just too much? No, it's just smooth. It's strong, so. All it feels like it just feels like smooth. Smooth. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't get like any <laughs> flavor. You, it's you so can't sad. taste. You can't taste any of that. Nope. You can't taste any of the terpenes or anything in there. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. It's just. It's just smooth. Interesting it's to like open with this. nothing. It's so crazy. This is your opener? It's so weird. Yeah, I know. I should have. It's so sad. This one's pretty mild. Pleasant Ridge uh, Reserve cheese, which is the harder comp-like cheese. What? Did you, like, take a cheese class, or you just... I just love researching okay. cheese. Every time He's I buy a self-taught a cheese, man. Every time I buy a cheese, I like to research it and learn about it. Meet the cows, shake their hooves. Most, I think I think cheese is a great vessel for history too. You know, because it can only be made in certain places, and they all got made for a certain reason. You know, the first. Have you had one yet? I mean, um, I've, I've just been passing them down the line. I can feel the salt. I can feel the salt in this second one. Like I, I don't, I can't taste so anything, but I can like feel that it has more salt. It's like salty. Yeah, yeah. It's a little, it's a little oilier over here as well. Mm. It, um, it felt kind of uh, not squishy, but like, a, like if Parmesan had sat at the bottom of a vat of oil for yes uh, a couple of a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yes, this is true. Uh, do you know the first cheese ever was created on accident by an Arab who was going through the desert with a Arab American. <laughs> Going through the, de- the Sahara Desert with a milk and a, a lambskin stomach and a lamb oh, stomach, shit. and there's rennet in it, and so across the desert it turned into a fucking fresca cheese essentially. Mm. And that the balls on that guy to eat it. Yeah, he's like because like, it's all it curdled and weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't smell bad, so it just smells like that's good cheese, right it's there. Fun. Yeah, it's a little more mild. What do, how would you describe it? Um, I'd say between. On a scale of zero to craft singles, it's about a five. <laughs> it's definitely cheese. It, it is for I sure. I, I would. It's definitely some kind of cultured dairy product of some variety, and it has a uh, a distinct cheesy flavor. Right. Cute culture joke, maybe? No. Cultured joke. It's a cultured cheese. I'm just trying to. It's a bit nutty. I would say that. Definitely. Mm. I think that on a scale of, you know, one to craft 
single. I think you're, I think that's very I think that's correct because it does just taste like cheese and it has the textures of American cheese. Mm. You know, American cheese is actually not really a cheese. It's melted down bits of every other cheese put together. So. What? Industrialism, baby. Yes. It's but if it, it's like it's like kamikaze quesadilla, they just take all the other cheese bits and put them together. It's like a se- it's like a second. It's like ricotta yep. cheese, but not really. Ricotta cheese is a fresca cheese still. So ricotta is done. But it's thing. a second. But you use you you make ricotta. You make ricotta, yes. Right. Out you don't of, make American cheese. But you make it after you've made the mozzarella, and that's it's a secondary thing, yes. which is why it's ricotta or whatever. I know so American cheese, cheese is just put everything put together. Yeah. Uh, all right. Ricotta's really good it, though. It has milk in it. American cheese is actually very. Uh, a, a viable alternative to sustainable construction because uh, concrete releases a lot of carbon, but American cheese, especially in seismically active areas like this one, is actually very good because you can stack it like blocks and then you can carve in mortises and tenons like a timber frame house. <laughs> you heard it here first, American cheese, the building blocks of America. Okay, so this next cheese is going to be our finale cheese. Hmm. This is called... Humboldt fog, and this one, like we said before, is a goat cheese in the middle, where all of the bacteria and culture comes from, the the rind. So you still have a lot of fresh goat cheese in the middle, separated by a line of vegetable ash, which is a process for certain French cheeses like Morier, although it does not add any flavor. Mm. Incidentally, Humboldt fog also uh, a great strain of weed. No, I'm Ooh. kidding. I don't think. No, it's that, not. That sounds right. <laughs> that sounds right. This one's it sounds about OG. right. <laughs> oh, Goji. Yeah. Humboldt, Humboldt fog. Grow it. Mm, okay, so this one actually has flavor for me. Like I can, Whoa. I can get something out of this. Lots of scent in this one. Like, it smells oh, like a. Smells I can like actually, a... I can actually taste this. Okay, that's the other two. I got like nothing. But that's cool. Yay, I tasted something. It smells kind of like a wood shop. There's like a sawdusty smell to it. This is the only goat cheese that we're having today. Oh, I can smell the goats. That's so nice. Yeah, goat cheese is much fattier, and so it preserves a lot more of the stuff that's found in the air already. And so thus you get like a barny feel. Or you get, in Swiss stuff, you get like more of a grassy they're forcing grass and shit like that so it reflects because there's more fat in it. you guys were talking about it earlier today with you know breastfeeding or get eating feeding goats and shit like weed to make edible milk edibles THC whatever I can't speak today THGs T- yeah but you could do that with like that's a sheep that's what it stands for because there's so much fat in it and it sticks to it yeah, yeah because THC one. is fat soluble and so wow. it comes out and breast milk's like 22% mm. weed chega Dead air, dead air. Breast milk is 22% fat, so it makes a great cheese because it's such a, it's it's so fatty and it's not, you know, cold or whatever. That's a really interesting coincidence because I stepped on a scale the other day. I'm also 22% fat. (laughs) Are you really? And I go great with a a rosemary cracker. With a rosé. Are you more? And um, maybe uh, maybe some red grapes. Yeah, all right. Fed to you. So what would you guys like again? I um, really, really like that goat. I can actually taste that goat cheese. I can I, actually. I like the second one. I like it. a. I like a. Um, I like a moderate Buttigieg cheese. <laughs> I don't know if I think the. Um, I think the first one was a bit too far left for me. Oh. Um, These are different, different ends of the spectrum for sure. Hmm. 
<laughs> but we're all cheeses, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter which cheese is in front of you. Which, whatever cheese, you can put it in your mouth. It's Whichever okay. cheese it is, you have to put it in your mouth. <laughs> Thank you.
Washer. No, I'm holding his paw, pushing down on the switch, making it look like he's doing it by himself, cause I'm invisible, I am invisible, I am invisible.
Particle man, particle man, doing the things a particle can. What's he like? It's not important. Particle man, is he a dot or is he a speck? When he's underwater, does he get wet or does the water get him instead? Nobody knows. Particle man. Triangle man, triangle man, triangle man hates particle man. They have a fight. Triangle wins. Triangle man. Universe man, universe man, size of the entire universe man. Usually kind to smaller man. Universe man. He's got a watch with a minute hand, millennium hand, and a neon hand. And when they meet, it's a happy land. Powerful man, universe man. Person man, person man, hit on the head with a frying pan. Lives his life in a garbage can. Person man, is he depressed or is he a mess? Does he feel totally worthless? Who came up with person man? Degraded man, person man. Triangle man, triangle man, triangle man hates person man. They have a fight, triangle wins, triangle man.
you're bringing me down like a rat in a cage pulling minimum wage New York I love you but you're bringing me down New York you're safer And you're wasting my time Our records all show You are filthy but fine But they shuttered your stores When you opened the doors To the cops who were bored Once they'd run out of crime Don't change a thing Your mild billionaire mayor's now convinced he's a king And so the boring collect I mean all disrespect In the neighborhood bars I'd once dreamt I would drink love you but you're freaking me out there's a ton of the twist but we're fresh out of shout like a death in the hall that you hear through your wall New York I love you but you're freaking me out I love you but you're bringing me down New York I love you but you're bringing me down 
like a death of the heart. Jesus, where do I start? But you're still the one pool where I'd happily drown.
sky.